0: In the great spiritual transformation experienced by every believer, there is a twofold and coincident operation, the putting off of the old and the putting on of the new. There is an act of renunciation and unclothing and an act of reception and investment. This change is complete. It pervades the whole man, ruling every power, fashioning the character, and inspiring the entire life. This change is divine in its origin and outworking. This is a quote coming to you from the preacher's homiletic commentary. Now, in this broadcast, we are continuing our new series based on the theme, Nearer, My God to Thee. And in this podcast, we will use as our main text two passages of Scripture. The first one is Ephesians four twenty-two and 24, which says, "...that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man." which is corrupt, according to the deceitful lusts, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And then we have a sister verse, one that's a very comparable, in Colossians 3, 9 through 10, and this says, Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds and put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Now, before getting into this teaching, I would like to ask you a few questions and also give you something to think about. First of all, let me ask you, How would you describe regeneration? How would you describe truly being saved or being born again? Now, one definition of regeneration comes out of the passages of scripture that I just read to you. It is the putting off the old man and the putting on of the new man. This manifests itself in a dramatic change in the person's life, a change that is very decided and very complete. Now, we're not talking about a trifling change here. This is not a mere change of relations or of outward conditions, nor is it a mere change of opinions or religious observances. But it is a change of life, of habit, of character. It's not an altering of a few things. It's not making a few changes here and there. No, it is first and foremost stripping off the dirty clothes of a sinful past and putting on snowy, white robes of Christ's righteousness. We're talking about a change which brings the mind under the government of God's truth and gives to the life a new aspect of integrity and devoutness. And my question to you today is, have you experienced that change? Have you? been truly saved or born again? Has there been a big change in you since Jesus came into your heart? You see, so many today are claiming to be Christians, yet they have not been changed. They have yet to put off the old and put on the new. And for some, At one time, they may have put off the old and put on the new, but by fellowshipping with the ungodly, with the heathen, with the unfruitful works of darkness, now they're finding themselves putting on what should be left off and putting off what should be on. I ask you, does this describe you? Matthew Henry said the principles, habits, and dispensations of the soul must be changed before there can be a saving change of the life. The preacher's homiletic commentary said the change effected in us by the grace of God not only contrasts with our former life, but should teach us to hate and put away It's corrupting sins. Okay, so now we want to look at our scriptures for today. Our main text starting with Ephesians 4.22. This is what Paul said. That you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. That you put off. You put it off. It's like the, uh, the thought is the putting off of clothing or habits. You lay it aside, renounce it, uh, abandon it, cast it away. You live a life totally opposite to what it was before. You put off concerning the former conversation The old man. Now notice it said, concerning the former, that old way of life, you put it off, that former evil character, that former heathen life and manners. You put it off concerning the former conversation, the old man. This refers to the love of sin, the indulgence of sinful propensities. It refers to the sinful human nature before conversion and regeneration. And it could also be uh, used synonymously with the flesh, that nature that's turned away from God and devoted to self and earthly things. Paul said that you put off concerning the former conversation The old man, and then he qualified, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. It's corrupt. It's corrupt and abominable according to the deceitful lust. Those passions that are deceitful, elusive. They promise more than they can perform. They promise happiness that they can't give. They flatter but they betray. They are sinful inclinations and desires. You're to put off that former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And then we jump over to Colossians 3, 9, and we see Paul saying a similar thing. He says to the Colossian believers, lie not one to another seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. Notice he said there to the Christians, lie not one to another. If you have put off the old man, then you shouldn't be lying. And sad to say, there are many so-called Christians that lie today, that are deceitful in their practices. But Paul said here, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off, you have wholly put off, you've utterly renounced that old man, that former man, that former corrupt and evil nature, that unconverted, unredeemed self with his deeds. You've put off. Concerning the former conversation, the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful us, and seeing you have put off the old man with his deeds. Then we go back to Ephesians 4.24, because Paul just said, put off. Now he says, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. When you put off that old man, there's something that you have to replace it with. You have to put on the new man, that brand new man, that new nature, that new creature that's actuated by a new principle that uh, where you have a regenerating grace that's enabling you to lead a, a new life. And the change is so great that you have new feelings, new principles, new desires. You put on the new man and he qualifies, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness, which after God, in imitation of him, in conformity to him, is created in righteousness and true holiness. It's opposed to those deceitful lusts of the old man. And then we look back, we jump up to Colossians 3.10, and we find, he says, the similar uh, thing to the Colossian believers, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge, after the image of him that created him. So he told the Ephesians, You've put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Now he said to the Colossians, And you have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge, after the image of him that created him. This uh, image, uh, after the image of him, the knowledge after the image of him that created him. This knowledge is being renewed. You're being renewed into a full knowledge, the knowledge of God, His will, His word, the knowledge which is the fear of the Lord, the knowledge which is the result of love. So we see regeneration is, it entails putting off the old man and putting on the new man. And just to give you a clearer understanding of what that looks like. We look into the scripture, Second Corinthians 5.17 gives us a perfect picture of the new man, putting on the new man. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. If any man be in Christ... This is talking about being united to Christ by faith. That you put your faith in Jesus and him crucified. You become a new creature. It's not that you ought to be a new creature, but that you are a new creature. Not that you ought to live as becomes a new creature, but that you in fact live that way. And we're talking about a moral change that is so deep, so radical, so thorough, according to the power of God. Where old things are passed away, those former principles, motives, aims, habits, are passed away, and all things are become new. We're talking about a newness that's manifested in the believer's spirit, speech. Acts, plans, purposes, desires, where there are new views, new motives, new principles, new objects and plans of life, where you seek new purposes, you live for new ends, you have new senses, new faculties, new affections, new appetites, new ideas and conceptions. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Then we look at Ezekiel 11:19, where God said, And I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within you. That one heart is actually called a new spirit. I'll put a new spirit within you. That new spirit is the new man, the new creation where you have a new frame and disposition of mind in which are new principles of light, life, grace, and holiness. You have a new understanding of God and Christ. You have new affections for God and all that is good. You have new desires for grace, for righteousness, for God, for prayer, for the word of God. You're hungry for the Word of God. Let me ask you, are you hungry for the Word of God? Do you have a desire to read the Bible, to study the Bible? You have new purposes and a resolution to serve the Lord and glorify Him. When you were in your former life, the, the old man, you just had a purpose to serve yourself. It was all about Me, 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 me. But now you have a new purpose and a resolution to serve the Lord and to glorify him. Then in Romans 6, 4, we see what Paul said. He's talking about baptism. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Now, in this verse, he's not saying that baptism saves us. He's giving us a picture, uh, using baptism as a picture to portray this idea. And it gives us the idea that the right form of baptism is immersion, not sprinkling. The immersion, where you uh, go down in the water, you're buried like Jesus buried into his death. And then when you come up from the water, you're like Jesus being raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, where then you walk in newness of life. That, uh, you're, you're walking, you're living a new life. You're walking by new rules, toward new ends, from new principles, choosing new paths to walk in new leaders to walk after, new companions to walk with. You live a new life, actuated by new principles, aiming at new ends and bringing forth new fruits of holiness. Like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, in Colossians 3, one, Paul says, That you are risen with Christ. You're risen with Christ. By virtue of his death, you became dead to sin. By virtue of his resurrection, you have risen to spiritual life. Where now you have a new aim. You have this quest for righteousness, for holiness, for love. You have a new heart where your affections are set on things above, not on earthly things. You have a new life. You're dead to this world. And you have a new hope, the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of Jesus. And then in Romans 7, 6, Paul talked about serving in newness of spirit. Here it's talking about Uh, serving under the gospel. It's of a spiritual nature. It's of the spirit of the heart. It's not in the old letter where there's external forms, ceremonies, sacraments. It's under the gospel. It's talking about the heart, uh, in in the heart, not the external forms and rites. But it's uh, serving... Uh, in a new by a new life a new walk a new conversation a new spiritual principles in spirit and in truth the newness of spirit where you serve a new lord you're not under the dominion of sin you're under the dominion uh, you're devoted to jesus's service you serve with a new motive with a grateful love to jesus for what he has done for you on the cross. You serve a new power for service, the power of the Holy Spirit, and you serve for a new reward, the favor of your master, the joy of the Lord. Now in closing, my questions for you today are this. Have you put off the old man? And put on the new man. Are you walking in newness of life? Are you serving the Lord in newness of spirit? Or are you like some putting on what should be left off and putting off what should be on? Our time is up for today's broadcast, but I encourage you to stay tuned for our next teaching as we continue our study of the theme, Nearer My God to Thee. This is Connie Giordano with Walking in Truth Ministry, praying that you will walk in the truth every day of your life. In Jesus' name, amen.